0: Podcast for your career and your life, no matter what business you're in. Hello, and welcome to the second episode of this the Rise Up season of the Northern Power Women Podcast. With me, your host Simone Roche. In this season, I'm talking to those who have been part of our flagship Northern Power Women Awards for the last five seasons. The awards recognise the fantastic passion, innovation, talent we have in the North, all who are working hard to accelerate gender equality and furnace from the North and shift that immovable dial. We recognise amazing role models every year who inspire and motivate us all to do good. Now, more than ever, we want you to high five and shout out about any of those from the North who have cracked on over the last 18 months. Nominations are now open until the 11th of October, so please do submit your nomination to the largest awards celebrating gender equality in Europe. In last year's awards, we were blown away by more than 1,500 nominations, so I can tell you the judges had their work cut out for them. The calibre of nominees is so amazing that we introduced a special judges award. And One of those award winners was the next guest whose amazing work and achievements would have you thinking she was much older than her years. Kira Violand, B-E-M, I love saying that, is six times gold medalist in the Special Olympics World Games and chair of the Special Olympics Athlete Leadership Council. She's vice chair of the Special Olympics Great Britain Athlete Leadership Team and an athlete representative on the Board of Trustees. This list goes on, I can tell you. (laughs) Alongside this, she's vice chair of the Global Athlete Leadership Council and an athlete health liaison global health messenger and special olympics athlete consultants kira is also because obviously she's got nothing else to do she's a leader public speaker athlete coach cycling and swimming for the special olympics northwest as well as british cycling i think you'll agree she is such an amazing role model for others with a learning disability visiting schools colleges universities and organizations to share her journey to promote inclusion kindness i love that acceptance and tolerance welcome kira and Congratulations on the BEM.
1: Thank you so much. Hi, everyone. It's nice to be here.
0: It's it's wonderful, it's wonderful to have this chat with you today and I want to go straight into the BEM actually because I'm just so chuffed and I'm always so like proud when I see any of our northern lights gaining this recognition but to receive a British Empire Medal um, in the recent Queen's Birthday Honours at such a young age too, what did it mean to you personally?
1: It meant everything to me because a British Empire Medal that's not just in the north, that's in the country, it's such a big range and I know there's so many people that try and try again to nominate and then when you are successful you feel overjoyed and overwhelmed but the medal is for my services to sports including my community work that I do and I do it for the children the young people the adults I work with because if I can help make a difference in their life then that's just great success for me you know and I'd like to keep that going.
0: Just tell us a little bit about that community work so people can know what you do.
1: Well, I work in nurseries, primary schools, high school, so I do a public speaking. I'm a cycling coach. I mean, teachers you just mentioned before, but I do balance bikes as well. So I teach young children how to get that balance, and then they can progress onto a pedal bike. And the youngest we've had is two. So it's a great range of working with children young adults
0: oh my god that's amazing can I ask what on earth was it like to win gold for your country as you did in the special olympics in 2019
1: it was phenomenal and I was nervous because people kind of knew me then so back in 2015 in the special World games in Los Angeles they didn't know me I was just, (laughs) I I felt like a bit like a clampler, you know what I mean? A little bit like lobbing along, but you know, I worked really hard. I went to Los Angeles World Games, competed, but because in Abu Dhabi I was the reigning champion, I had a little bit more at stake, as you will. So I did race in a 25k road race, but in 2015 I did a 10k road race so I switched that over for the 25 I did a 15k road race and a 10k time trial so it was quite a lot but I managed it and I was so happy because I still am olympic champion so
0: oh wow you are reigning reigning yes. champion
1: i still have my titles and i've gained a new one
0: <laughs> oh do you know what that's amazing i can't imagine what it's like to be on that podium and get that gold medal around your neck is it magic
1: it is It's phenomenal because the track that we actually got to race on in Abu Dhabi was the Formula One race circuit. So all those fast cars that speed around, you think, oh, the circuit's flat. No, no, no. There's a bit of hills in there and a bit downhill and a bit flat. So it's all different terrain. Unlike in Los Angeles, the police had to open and close the roads because that was our circuit. So it's a different, varied, Opportunity, really. It's a bit like playing chicken on the road there, isn't it? <laughs> Yes, but thankfully there was no cars because if there would have been, like, right, come on, out the way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, like like cycling around Bolton. Um, so, what first got you into cycling?
1: Well, I always wanted to do the same sports as my dad. You know, I wanted to follow in his footsteps, but because of my disability. I'm a bit dyspraxic, even though I have a learning disability. I wasn't very good at hand and eye coordinated sports. So he had to switch to cycling and he tried a taster session whilst he was at work with the team that he was in. And then my mum suggested to him, oh, why don't you have a go at the velodrome? So I, he went, I had a look around thinking... I quite like the look of that because the road bikes that I got when I was younger I couldn't manage the brakes and the gears and the balance and everything so I kind of had a bit of a break I tried the velodrome which have no brakes it's a fixed gear so you can't freewheel. you have to keep pedaling and I thought great let's have a go on that and see how far I can go I love that. I just
0: love that mentality. Of, well, just is that, I, that to me is like that northern mentality. Well, we'll just give it a go. We'll crack on. <laughs> what sacrifices have you had to make along the way to, you know, this great success that you've had?
1: It hasn't been easy. All the hours of training, sometimes over the weekend, I will train twice a day. For that, especially when we, we call it tapering. So you start off a bit, uh, easy. Then at that red stage, that's the even two times a day during the weekend. And then it like goes down a bit so you can compete. But some of the things that I had to kind of give up, as you will, would be like going to parties, going out to town, going to the cinema. I've been to the cinema for years, going to concerts. <laughs> the, the latest one I went to was in before Covid started. And that's years ago. And then also some food. So at Christmas when you really, really want to pig out and eat lots of food, (laughs) you can't. So for that training and things, you've got to be strict. One year I trained on Christmas Eve had a rest on Christmas Day and then trained on Boxing Day because I needed to keep going and sometimes when you really feel tired and or do anything you've got to remember you need to put the work in to be able to get to where you want to so it's a lot of stuff you have to give up as you will but to be honest with you I wouldn't have it any other way because I wouldn't be here today with all the things that I achieved otherwise
0: It is amazing I mean the, the sense of that achievement what, what motivates you you know when you do want to you know go in for that extra roast potato on on (laughs) Christmas day or or you think oh I just don't want to go and do that what is that one thing that kind of gets you off that couch or gets you away from the pan?
1: (laughs) It's just remembering that to have goals is really important and that motivation is I, I dreamed for years of trying to get the gold medals and that work ethic of saying that right you need to get that but sometimes I wouldn't even get to train with my friends because I had to train so hard quite a lot of the time I didn't get to socialize as much but that determination is saying that if you leave it you know you can go a lot further and you can always make up for it afterwards like oh my goodness I do make up for it (laughs) I did make up for it after the games you know it's not like it's life and death but you can always make up for something and you can get something greater in return if you leave something smaller to the side
0: that's amazing advice. I think there's something about that goal setting that you talked about. And I think people think about that at the start of their, their careers, their mid-careers, whatever that challenge may be. Is It's almost setting those those scales, isn't it? Those small goals that can, you know, the, one small step here, one small, you know, sort of... Um, millimeter here that can make all that difference so i think that's that's great advice you know and so many young people and i, I sorry i keep referring to you as young but you know these <laughs> achievements it seems impossible that you know um you've achieved such all these accolades but so many young people are written off um and an yes an, as inexperienced or naive by older generations what message do you have for people who think in that way
1: I would just say that give young people a chance to show you what they can do in a positive light. And you can actually learn from each other. You know, the young people can teach older people and switch around as well. And we can work together. We can learn from each other. We can support each other and then that will help bring our communities and societies closer together. Sometimes you've got to take a leap of faith in life and if you can do that for one person, yes, it, some stuff might not work out, but at least you're trying. And you're given that opportunity for that person to thrive and at least try and show you that, look, I'm I'm willing to put the work in to show you I can do something positive because there are quite a lot of negativity that can come to mind about young people.
0: And I love that about you. You have that real sense of can do kind of uh, positivity around you, which, you know what, that's that's what I've kind of founded Northern Powering on on that like kind of we can basis as opposed to or what we can't do. And you won the judges award this year at the Northern Powerman Awards. And, you know, it feels like, well, what does it mean to you? You've won a
1: gold and got a
0: BEM. But what did it mean to you on, on that night?
1: I was so shocked, honestly. I didn't know what to say. I think my face just said it all, really. But I can kind of tell you how I felt now since I've had time to reflect on it. And I felt so happy and overwhelmed that somebody with a disability, but especially with an intellectual disability, can do a lot of good in the world. And you've seen Is that because sometimes you can be seen as quite frail and not strong and can't do very much. And it's great that that can happen. But also I can now inspire others to never get give up on the dreams, even though they might have limitations and barriers put in their way. Uh,
0: there's a whole set of inspirational quotes that should be sponsored by Kira Byland as well, you know, <laughs> I think you are such wise words and you are, you are, I know inspiration's such an overused word but you really are and I think, you, you know, to be a role model, you are a role model, you know, what message would you give to people out there who, to get them to nominate someone, sometimes you think, oh well, you know, there's no point, we won't win it, you know, won't do this but, you know, what difference does it make and what what would you say to people who maybe think about nominating someone?
1: I would say do nominate either yourself or somebody else because you're given that opportunity to change their lives by inspiring them and saying, come on, keep up the good work. Even though they'll ha- there are barriers, there will be, but you've just got to find a different way around that. And if you can give that person the opportunity by nominating them, you're actually saying you're doing a good job. And you're given that motivation to still continue, even though there might be something in the way.
0: I think we were talking uh, before we were recording as well about, you know, when Olympians don't win things in isolation, do they? You know, and I'm not I'm not comparing the awards to the, uh, the Olympics or the Paralympics or the Special Olympics, but it takes a, it takes an army, doesn't it? So for one person to put that piece of information down and to nominate you, it can be part of something bigger, bolder, can't it?
1: It can, like if you look as an athlete for example it's not just that athlete who's achieved that goal it's their family, it's their coaches and the coaches family because they won't get to see very much their family when they're putting everything in it's the physios, it's the nutritionalists, like everything, it's a team, an army as you've just mentioned but that's why people get so emotional over the events and competing and also with the awards as well as because it's took so much emotion and it's an emotional roller coaster as well because there'll be days where you want to cry sometimes you want to laugh sometimes you just want to yell and you'll be gr- grumpy sometimes you want to suck but there are those days that pay off and it shows that it's worth it all those hours of pain and sweat and tears
0: Oh Yeah, so be an enabler. If you've got someone in mind, enable that happiness. Even the grumps along the way, we're happy with that. You're a Bolton lass, a proud Bolton lass. What makes the North so special?
1: The North is so special because we lead by example. We show what positive role models look like. And people from the North, we break down those barriers and limitations. And we never give up. We celebrate people and we support Everyone, no matter what they do, to achieve what they achieve.
0: Amazing, 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 amazing stuff. You know, this was absolutely a fantastic edition of our Rise Up season. Thank you, Kira. Such Wonderful words, such wonderful motivation and inspiration have given us today. And thank you to the listener for tuning in. We always want to hear from you, so please do get in touch on social media, at North Power Women on Twitter and Northern Power Women on all the other socials. Or drop us a line, podcast at northernpowerwomen.com. Remember, you've got until the 11th of October to submit your nomination. Make someone's day. Start somebody's journey. Make somebody feel fantastic. Rise them up for the Northern Power Women Awards 2022 the link to nominators in the show notes so simply register a profile pick a category and the rest is easy the Northern Power Women Awards is for all sectors levels and genders and most definitely never for just one night we want to keep giving platforms and stages to tell these amazing stories from people in the north because like Kira says we're just cracking on and we're positive and we do good stuff I'm Simone Roche and you've been listening to a Northern Power Women podcast of What Goes On Media production.